one of the most empty feelings you can ever have in your life. Welcome to today's episode of the Better Perception Podcast. This final section will cover how James Maloney has used his leadership skills to develop and maintain successful teams throughout his career. Alright, moving on, let's talk about leadership. Probably going to be your favourite segment, right? <laughs> what insights can you share about having the responsibility of being a school captain? Uh, well, it's it's mostly surrounding serving the school and trying to adhere to the school values. Jermaine, what are the school values? He's <laughs> testing me. Okay, they're courage, yeah. integrity, yeah. diligence and citizenship. Yeah, so so I knew all of them. Smart one. That's why you're ducks. Um, <laughs> all of that okay. <laughs> and given that, um, so my role is practically trying to lead the executive prefect body in terms of getting everyone involved, making sure everyone's include, uh, included. Yeah, yeah, we get it. We get it. Okay. Okay. Fine. Uh, well, I know that you're a very vocal individual and very successful at debating. What skills have you picked up? I think debating specifically is something that helps me across the board, like academics, leadership, everything basically, because it teaches you how to articulate what you want to say quickly. And it's a very good skill to pick up. So join debating, guys. (laughs) Well, with that being said, let's have a listen to what James Maloney had to say. About leadership. So one of our fellow prefects, Isaac Chang, has asked, how do you monitor the performance of the people that you have led while performing your role on the field to the best of your abilities? Yeah, look, I I suppose with leadership, there's two types of leaders, people that are sort of big talkers and there's other guys that sort of lead through their actions and are a bit of the sort of follow me type. I think that the first thing, if you're going to be a leader, you've got to make sure you, you earn the the players around you's respect. They've got to respect you. You can't lead them or try to set an example if you don't have their respect. So that's that's the biggest thing first and foremost. And then I think so long as you're you're consistent in what you're saying and you're doing what you're saying, I think that's the key. You it's hard to lead guys and tell them to do something if they're looking at you and going, Well, you're not doing that. So I think think that's a, a real key. And then yeah, you just gotta Know that everything you're, every example you're setting and everything that you're telling blokes, so long as whole basis behind it is a team first mentality where you're only doing it because you've got the best interest of the team at heart, then I think you, um, yeah, you're fine. And so going back to your time at the Panthers. Um, the fact that they lost the grand finals at the end. When you lose a crucial game like that, and the group you're leading hits rock bottom, say, for example, with the Brisbane Broncos last year, what's the best way to react, especially as a leader, where you have to support your team but also deal with that disappointment yourself? Yeah, like I think I think the, the easiest way is you've, you've got you've to let it fuel you. Um, like my first, first grand final I went to with the Warriors, we lost. Um, and then I think having that experience the the next two times I got back there you you realize that I think probably your focus it's through the first grand final it's easy to get caught up in the fanfare of the week and what it'd be like if you win and what the party will be like afterwards and all this sort of stuff and you sort of lose focus on the fact that you know you're going to need to play the best 80 minutes of your life to actually make that happen so I think after 
that first loss, I think that was definitely the way I approached the other the other weeks. It was not about what could possibly happen after, but it was my full focus on the 80-minute performance that I was going to play. And then also you, you realise, you know, you can get to a grand final and the final suit Huda goes and you've lost. It's one of the most empty feelings you can ever have in your life, you know, and you use that to fuel you because you don't want to feel that again. So you make sure you go out and do anything you possibly can to make sure that the result's different. That's a really good point. I think that especially in leadership bodies, you can't just focus on yourself because you have a whole team of people that are also probably feeling as down as you did if something went wrong. So it's important to just move on from the past as hard as that is and focus on the next task. And that applies to like everyone. Everything as well. Like we can see, see the same thing in exams. I know that everyone tries to let their, not tries to, everyone ends up getting sad. And what we need to learn is we shouldn't let our egos get in the way and we should just forget about it and move to the next thing. Like, cause there's no point worrying about the past. You can't change it. You can only change what's in the future. And that's a really hard thing to do. Like no one's saying that's easy, so. yeah. So finally, that brings us to the burning question that probably everyone wants to know. Could we see you back at the Panthers or in the NRL anytime soon? Uh, no, not in terms of playing, no. Possibly back um, after footy um, in a coaching role somewhere. I'd love to, I'd love to get into coaching um, in some point. There's a possibility that one day that might take me to Penrith. I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure. But in a plain sense on the field, no, no chance. I think once my time's finished over here, I'll I'll hang up the boots and move on to the next chapter. Oh, that's a shame, but we'll still enjoy watching you at the Catalans Dragon and watching all the highlights and hearing more about your accomplishments in the near future. Well, that's a wrap. And that brings us to the end of this episode one of the Penrith High Press. We just want to say a huge thanks for James Maloney for coming on board. It was a huge honour. Tune in next time for, uh, for the next episode of the Penrith Perception Prefect Talk Episode 2. And we'll keep you posted on any updates on the Instagram page at the Penrith Perception. Thank you so much for listening to this episode from the Penrith Perception a podcast made by the Penrith Selective High School Prefects and Multimedia Leaders. To support us and be notified when new episodes are released, feel free to follow us on Spotify. You can also find us on Instagram at The Penrith Perception for more news and to provide feedback for our future segments. The Penrith Perception is mixed and edited by Geetha and Iman, produced by Kokolon and Jamima, and a special thanks to our guest speaker, James Maloney. Executive produced by Mr. Serato and Ms. Gardanis, hosted by Jamima and Kokolon, and graphic design by Sophia and Jesse, and music by Dr. Saxlov. Period. <laughs>